Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the starry-eyed student herself, Sandy Reevy. That's trying to keep one eye closed. It's hard. Then today is our episode 103, and it is July 13th here in the Sanctuary in Evanston. So let's go get right into it in the transits. Tuesday, July 14th, Sun opposing Jupiter retrograde. It's that day again. Wednesday, July 15th, Sun opposing Pluto retrograde. Who's obsessing? Then in talisman time, Sandy has finished up two to begin a lucrative teaching project to be promoted and one very special upcoming to seek inner vision. Then on the horizon, we have lots of online events you won't want to miss. And Sandy's big announcement in our house, she's on the honor roll. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. Feel it falling off like clothing. Taste it rolling on your tongue. See. hidden heart and the search ends here where the night is totally clear and your heart is fierce and so you finally know you control where you go Starry-eyed student. Hi, Alex. How are you? So good. It's good to be back here with our nice recording microphones. I um, hope everyone out there is enjoying these. I, I did get a few comments from last week's podcast. People saying, thank goodness you got some updated oh, microphones. It was that bad. It was pretty bad. It was. Well, here we are. We've upgraded. Yes. Um, but starry-eyed, it's so funny because I'm sure you're talking about my telescope. And I really think, you know, you've been buying me, you know, the shorty lens and the cam, the... The um, bursar lens, which actually it takes whatever lens you're looking at, whatever millimeter of the telescope, and it doubles it. So it doubles the magnification of whatever lens you have. So it's, you know... That's the Barlow? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I have to figure out how to use it. I tried that one morning at three in the morning and it just wasn't working for me. But what I was about to say is like you, you're buying all these, um, you know, attachments. Yes. Things. Little gadgets. And one of the things I think I need is an eye patch. Why? <laughs> because I have to keep one eye closed. <laughs> and I don't know if that's good for my wrinkles. You know, I thought it was going to increase them. We can get you an eye patch. I've literally had to put my hand over one of my eyes so I could just look in the eye piece and not have to like squinch. Oh, squinch it. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to be a pirate. Well, and I've also noticed too is that some photographers, they'll keep both eyes open when they're shooting an image 
but it might just be very strange if you if you tried doing that mm. if you can just I'll like kind of have that. one eye dominating I never thought that but well, otherwise we'll, give, image, we'll get you though. a patch how yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i could use something that i can find around the house but i don't really need a eye patch okay well going yeah. direct to you all thank you everybody for your emails for your responses and your reviews i did get an email from lisa and she says i just wanted to thank you so much for making the beautiful celestial bracelets i just ordered mm. They will be especially meaningful as the last trip I got to take with my beautiful, precious mom was mm. to Bali in March 2018. We traveled a lot together and we were best friends. And this trip, we had the privilege of traveling with my wonderful niece and her granddaughter, three generations all in one trip. Mom was very ill at the time, but was not going to miss out on mm. this adventure. What a trooper. So grateful. We all loved Bali and still love it. I'm a Cancer, she's a Pisces, and I'll be wearing those bracelets, those celestial bracelets together. I will also um, get the Taurus one for my niece's sign, and we'll wear all three together remembering that one trip. Mm -hmm. I also continue to enjoy wearing all the works of art you've made in the form of earrings, necklaces, bracelets that I purchased as and given as gifts, all from meeting you at your store in Ridge Road in Wilmette. Lisa. Years ago. Lisa, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. And, you know, that, that choked my throat. Uh, you, 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 I understand what relationship is with mom yeah. and with daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and Bali. Right. We, yeah. we lived that the first time was your 60th birthday heading to Bali because that was, you know, your, that was your vision. And so we, we did whatever we could to make that happen. Right. And it was, and it felt so far away. Well, it was. Right. But what I didn't, what I didn't anticipate was for falling deeply in connection with Bali. I know mm -hmm. we, we went to India, um, was that the year before? Thinking that India was going to be my big connection. Right. And did not have the same connection in India, but Bali... Yeah, I've, I have such a um, deep-footed, deep soul connection there that I don't really feel like I need to go anywhere else mm -hmm. right now. I don't need to trek upon any other lands right now. India was one year after we went to Bali. Okay. I'm 2017. Yeah, and I guess maybe it was just so marked of a difference that, you know, right now I have no desire to spend time there. Right. Yeah. Well, so let's move on in the transits. We have a very light week. We have two transits this whole entire week that are noteworthy. Tuesday, July 14th, sun opposing Jupiter retrograde. Yeah, it's that day. It's really, this whole week is tiled, what's hiding? There's just something that has this flavor of, it's an opposition. The sun is in a position and the sun is still in Cancer and the Jupiter and, you know, on Wednesday we have the Pluto. So the Jupiter-Pluto is moving so close together that the sun's going to oppose them both, really, basically within uh, like a 12-hour period. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, a two-day period. But, um, but Jupiter's retrograde. We always know that. A planet, these 
these um, generational and outer planets have to be opposite the sun in order for them to be retrograde. Mm -hmm. And so that Jupiter gets closer to the sun, to the earth. Any planet that's retrograde gets closer to us. So, you know, this happens at 2.58 a.m. on Tuesday the 14th. And it happens once a year. It's when the sun moves 180 degrees from Jupiter. And like I said, it's always retrograde. So Jupiter in the sign of his fall, F-A-L-L, means he really does not like to be here. And we've mm. known that we're not really calling Jupiter the cosmic Santa Claus this year, right? It's kind mm -hmm. of the opposite. It's it's bringing things that, um, you know, we prefer not to engage with. Right. Um, and the fall is always opposite the domicile, correct? No, that's that's the um, the fall is opposite its exaltation. Oh, that's correct. Okay, yeah. whoopsies. But we just recorded a whole entire series, the astrology basics of the planets. Mm. That's going to be coming out this week. Mm -hmm. So everyone, you know, mm -hmm. mark your calendars and basically how you mark your calendar is you get on our mailing list, and as soon as I have all of those up on the website ready for purchase. We'll, we'll give a big broadcast email to out to you all, just teaching you a little bit more about those domiciles. Right. We did that in a four part, which each part was a an hour, mm -hmm. uh, Susan Goodell and I. And there's slides, there's some videos, there's ways in, uh, um, you know, like this nice, really deep program of doing you know, these planets, those planets, those planets, and those planets. Right, and it covers the all, basics, and it's really awesome information just mm -hmm. to have when you're, when we're talking Listening. about these transits, mm -hmm. because, you know, sun opposing Jupiter in retrograde, those two major planets, the sun and Jupiter, we talk a lot about, and they're very important. They're big heavy hitters. So continue on. Sorry about that. Yeah, so Jupiter's in Capricorn and is in his fall and really close to the Earth, so it's twofold right it's either great or not so great <laughs> right because it's just big whatever it is and so it's either optimistic or over optimistic it's either you're paying attention you know to like a like a, a, a abundance or something that you know those that want to do something versus those who think they know how so it's just kind of this like play and then when we put pluto in there it's a power play okay yeah and it's like what conflict um because it's this opposition so sun and cancer opposing jupiter and there's a thing called um occidental where this is the placement that happens every year where the sun is now um, coming up before Jupiter does it's a it's a traditional you know it's one of the things I'm learning in all of the traditional year and a half study I've been doing um, so you know the sun comes up first so the sun is more important here mm, and okay. Jupiter's not that strong in retrograde well nor in its fall mm. right okay so you know it's kind of this or that and then we also are kind of transitioning too into Wednesday, July 15th, the next day, sun is opposed Pluto retrograde. So that Jupiter and Pluto are right next door to each other, mm -hmm. both in retrograde, both in Capricorn. 
And so tell us about this transit. Intense behavior, intense control, intensity. It's it's really, you know, something about what is going on below the surface. Maybe we suspect covert operations. There's some sort of hmm, kind of scratching the chin, conspiracy theory. What what important information do we do not know yet? Mm. We don't have all of the information. And it's retrograde. These two planets that are opposing the, the sun, um, they have to. They have to. The only planets that are not um, opposing the sun in their retrograde are the personal, which is, you know, um, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Okay. Um, but all other planets have to be. So we're going to just have to kind of pay attention on, you know, keep your, your what, what's your ear to the grindstone? Oh, no, that's your nose to the grindstone, ear to the ground. Ear to the ground, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just, yeah, maintain maintain that, that posture knowing that, you know, the sun's light is being cast on on to these, you know, big planets. So it is about really that focus, that energy, and wherever we are focusing that energy is is most important. So make sure to keep mm-hmm. that awareness on what are we doing instead of habitual rote processes. Right. And the, the sun in Cancer reflects the common folk. You know, the, the we are the the... Americans, we are the people. So it's wherever you are in the world, you are of you know common folk, right? Unless I'm talking to high officials here that are listening to my podcast. <laughs> um, so there's just some sort of conflict that's underground. So we'll see. Okay, and so moving into talisman times, you have finished up two talismans. Thursday, July 9th, to begin a lucrative teaching project. This was at 2.10 a.m. And this is the night that I got up to do the, this talisman and then stayed up until after 5 a.m. with my telescope. Um, but this is to begin a lucrative teaching project. I gather the perfect group for me to teach what I know. This becomes a financially successful venture. We had the moon in uh, above this in the 11th house, which is about... Groups organizations. and organizations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Venus is was also was just c- getting ready to come up over the horizon in a little bit. It was the ruler of we had a, we had a Taurus rising here, and so the Venus in the second house, second house is the money, financial support, mm-hmm. um, and in the sign of Gemini, um, which is about teaching and about learning and about gathering information and taking notes and reading books and um, sharing information and all new ideas so cool yeah and then I stayed up and I did see Venus come up over the horizon oh my goodness so I was and literally I I I put I think I put this picture when I when I you know baked the beads and put it together and took the picture to put on the website I think it, this is the one that I added a picture of Venus coming up over the horizon because I wanted because it is a it's a um, moon square Venus talisman, um, and I wanted to show what it looked like in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in so, all of her bright glory. She was bright, and I and and we're going to talk a little bit more about in our house because there, I found out something I didn't know about Venus. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that sly girl. Okay. 
So also today, when the, this podcast comes out, Monday, July 13th, you have another talisman to be made to be promoted. To be promoted. Um, my daily work is being noticed as beneficial to the company. I am offered a promotion that meets my expectations. And this is Jupiter. Tri- I mean, Jupiter is the ruler of the chart. I got the Sagittarius rising. And it's trying to the midheaven. And the moon is in a really nice applying aspect, uh, sextile to Mercury. And, you know, Mercury has uh, stationed for direct. So even though it's just turned, it is moving direct. It's still in the shadow, but it's, you know, it's still slow. But I, I wanted to grab this period because Jupiter um, being the ruler in the second house. So, Okay. And then your upcoming talisman, Thursday, July 16th, to seek inner vision. For real, this probably, this whole month is my favorite. Ooh, cool. Well, the other day when I was up at, should I just finish this? And No, I want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, when I was up at 2 a.m. to do my talisman work, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go up on the deck, and I have to bring this big alligator you know telescope telescope out out and get it set up (laughs) and get prepared and I'm looking at and seeing all kinds of things and I'm like what is that I had to reach out to Gemini Brett um, who was a sky watcher Mm -hmm. and I was like Gemini what is this and he's like that's Pallades so I could see right above Venus I could see right above the Pallades which is the seven stars that are considered you know the seven sisters the seven daughters and um, Alcyon is one of those stars inside the Pallades. And so I was quite like, oh my God, I was taking pictures. Um, so I'll maybe throw that up on my Instagram. I don't think I put that on Instagram. By by 5 a.m. I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> going back to bed. <laughs> um, but the moon on this day at 1.49 a.m. is when I have plans to make this this talisman, um, the moon is conjoining. It's moving right inside the Pallades, hitting this Alcyon. And it's to seek inner, inner vision. My desire to seek inner knowledge is connecting now to my third eye. I have insight into this darker, unknown world. We are connected. And I'll be able to kind of see Venus in there because Venus is near, um, you know, is in the, well, it's in the constellation of Taurus in the sky, even though we know that Venus is in Gemini in the horoscope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a really cute, um, cute, I don't know if the word is cute, but interesting <laughs> right. storyline to go with um, the Pallades. And they did not sew, you know, how... You know, this sewing is like a needle and thread. They didn't sew any clothing or I don't know, darn socks or whatever it is they do in mm-hmm. mythology because they were afraid that during this time that the thread would break and that they would be breaking the line of human race. How does that work? How does that work? Explain that to me because. The this thread. is just a myth. 
I mean, it's a myth. That so the just, thread is the the thread of life. The thread of life, the life, the lifeline, the connection of how we get from here to there. And and so they wouldn't they, be physically. They would sewing. not physically be sewing because should one of them break the thread, you they know, could break the or, line of humanity and the that, line of life. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, right? That's a lot so, of responsibility. <laughs> so no sewing um, on July sixteenth. Okay. Two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay. I don't know many of us who had made plans for that. However, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah. Pretty interesting. Okay. So let's move on to the horizon. We have July 22nd coming up is our community check-in. This is a really wonderful time. It's a free event. It's online. If you register using the link in the description, I will be sending you a private Zoom link where mm -hmm. you can join us and we can just all chat. We hear from everybody, we're there, we're present, we're engaged, we're listening, we're surveying the group to see, you know, mm -hmm. the different types of changes we're ebbing and flowing in as a, as a unit. And it's all really interesting. Yeah. And we were, were able to, with, with depending on the size group, because we've had large groups and small groups, and mm -hmm. it, it's just the, the right people need to show up at the right time. Mm -hmm. and, um, it's really interesting and to get the support of people that you don't know. Some of these people are getting to know each other because they're the same people that will show up. Because uh, we've been doing these community uh, check-ins. And it literally, it's just a check-in. It's really, I might say something about astrology if I feel like it's important. But it's not a, It's not teaching. It's, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. And just to show up uh, with your tea or your glass of wine and just say, Hey, how's it going out there? You you run a survey, which has been very interesting. It Each has time been. for mm -hmm. the last four months, you've been running a survey. And then we compare, mm -hmm. you know, what the survey has said in the past and what is it saying today. And there mm -hmm. has been a marked shift. If completely. I'm in, in that's very interesting for the peeps. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, moving on, let's move over to July 25th. That's three days after our community check-in. We have the Chatting with the Stars astrology forecast. This is going to be for August mm -hmm. dates. And it's all online. It's on Facebook Live. It is a free event where Sandy and Susan come together and give... And give you dates and thoughts and talks. And, you know, we since we've been in quarantine that we've instead of just doing three months in an hour we've been doing it once a month and giving the one hour to the upcoming month and everybody's loving it right yeah so we can get a little bit more detailed we can do a little overview we can maybe talk about what occurred last month and um you know what is the next step yes and it's it's, it's nicer movement. it's easier kind of more baby steps mm -hmm. <laughs> especially right now is really important because right now looking three months ahead is overwhelming because the way that the past months have been going you know it's are we are we ready to start projecting out that far may not maybe not probably not <laughs> probably not I so think, of course yeah. click that link in the description we would love to have you there it's amazing insightful information and if you can't get there live it will always be recorded and stored on our facebook page then July 30th and 31st, I will give the mic over to you, Sandy, to talk a little bit about the Beth Davis online event. This is Beth Davis. Um, 
I fell in love with her a couple of years ago when we used to do live events and I was one of the sponsors to her event and she is life purpose mastery, you know, and she's doing this event called team on purpose. And yes, it is for a variety of people. Uh, one of the specifics is if you're a entrepreneur, if you're a, a businessman or woman um, in any field, and you are trying to gather your team, you know, you're getting the right people on the right seat in the bus. Um, but she uses your human design. Now, human design is not astrology. However, they do use your birth time. So she will be doing everyone's uh, printout. You'll get it in as an email. And so you'll print it out and there'll be information and she'll follow. It's a two-day event. It's from, well, Chicago time, 10.30 in the morning to about 7 p.m. That's Thursday and Friday. Um, and just telling you a little bit about who you're best, how you work with other people, how you engage with other people. Um, and if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're not a business person, then it's still good information on how you can relate, how you can, you know, work within your family or work within your friendships or work within your your co-workers at work mm -hmm. um it's really she didn't run one last year um which I was disappointed about um but she's she's hired this really cool group of people that are doing that the, their that will be like hosting like it virtual mm -hmm. conferences Ooh, wonderful. Um, and I do want to say congratulations to our giveaway winners. We announced them last week. Um, they each won a complimentary ticket, and they are very excited. They good. emailed me and were so excited that they won. Um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great giveaway. Yeah, and then, you know, of course, you and I, Intention Beads, we will be there. We're one of the sponsors, so we'll do a little, uh, we'll have a breakout room where I'll be able to talk to some people. Um, we are the only sponsor. Ooh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, this time she's decided to have one sponsor, really specific, really focused. Uh, she herself is a personal intention bead wearer, mm -hmm. along with a lot of the people that she takes through her year-long program. So, you know, she and I are connected yeah that's yeah. really cool yeah. she, really cool stuff she normally Seriously. has a lot of sponsors and vendors and that's kind of an honor for us mm -hmm. to be the it's we're, the exclusive we're like, one yeah it's like really connection we really are um synchronistically simpatico <laughs> uh, with our with our work right? right with our i mean personally yes and um with the work that we do and the guidance that and, you offer and guiding mm -hmm one to live their best purpose yes yeah. and so august 12th we have a chatting with the stars aka cws webinar coming up that is going to be planets and politics so this is going to be um i shortened it because the the original title was the planetary influence on political conventions so I needed to really jazz it up a bit and call it Planets and Politics. So here, and I, I ex extracted a whole lot of information on, on this webinar that Sandy and Susan have planned, and it is not going to be overly politicized. This is just going to be talking about the political conventions coming up and what are the transits that are going to be 
coming mm-hmm. in along those time frames and seeing if it can bring us any insight to what's going to be happening throughout mm-hmm. these, you know, yeah, they're, these they're debates. Week, they're back-to-back weeks. So, you know, Miss Sandy over here, me, is so, like, non-political that I, you know, I'm, I'm more about, you know, the spiritual self mm-hmm. um, and let the, ba- the best human win um, to support the care and love of the United States citizens and you know so I'm not here Fingers or crossed. there right I'm yeah. not on this side or that side I'm just like let's get her done and let's have um, a win a win a win for the United States a win for, for the United States right right of course and you know we're a democracy so let's really get out there and vote so that you know it's your vote that tells this one person how you back them should that vote be the winning vote then you know you're all in support so you know yeah it's a it's a really interesting governmental um you know as a citizen it's one of our benefits it's kind of a it's our it's our privilege it's our privilege that's the word i was looking for it's, but it's yeah. i i wouldn't and even it's call a it a privilege i'm sorry it's got to be a duty yeah it's a responsibility mm-hmm. and and yeah as as informed as we possibly can be absolutely that's important um it's also going to be so interesting to look at the astrology around it and what's going on and you know there's a lot of people that are wanting to do a mail-in um vote yeah, and, the, and I even went online the other day just to look to see how it how it was, you know, the registration. And I just want to remind people that the Mercury is retrograde all that last part of October, all the way it's it's stations direct on November third, the day of the election, and re, uh, stations direct around noon Chicago time. So if you are debating, should you m- do a your mail-in ballot. vote mm-hmm. or go to the dis- your district? Go to the district, but go right. after, you know, three, you know, go after your noontime Chicago because Mercury retrograde that gets mailed earlier could get lost, go to the wrong address, the, the stamp peels off, something mm-hmm. something can occur with mercury retrograde um it's it's thrown in a corner it's it's something will happen possibly go to and even if you have to stand in line know that you're standing up on two feet knowing exactly what you're doing for the good of all of us mm-hmm and so moving into our house, you first mentioned that you have some Venus news or some something new that you learned about Venus when you were looking in your telescope. So let's start with that. And then I want to talk about your singing. Oh, no. <laughs> let's start with singing since uh, it was like, okay, last week we went silent. Right. With our music, our intro and extra. Right. Because there's been... Um, you know that all that news happening with Nako and us being a huge supporter and a fan of his um you know that that news has really put a damper on on 
his music, on his influence, on a lot of things. And, and really what, what that has come down for, for me and really distilled down into is that every single one of us has a responsibility to be the best human that we can possibly be mm-hmm. serving others, treating others with the utmost respect. And, you know, it's it, we just got to move along with the people who who live that walk and talk it. Which is why you're singing. And that's why the- I've been singing in this in this intro and outro of our episode. So I am going to be on the hunt for um, maybe a new song. But until we find that special song, this will be it. Well, I think, well, we're going to look at a different artist. And right. I personally, we personally know this artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I found the song, but I want you to listen to like five songs and then you, de- you decide which one you like. And if we match, we're on. Ooh, what if we have like an, an A and a B choice and we can bring that to one of the podcasts? Okay. And get a vote from all of the listeners. So do you think we'll do like the, our next podcast will be vote right. song A? Yes. And then the following week will be song B? No. No, we'll probably have we'll have them both and we'll just do like a running total and see how many votes we get. Okay. Woo. I love stuff like this. Yes. I'm a I'm a competition girl even though I'm really not a um you know, a fighter but I do like competition. Yeah, you do. You you are a fighter. I don't I'm you fighter. you don't see it, but I see the fighter within you. And so also we had a big announcement for you mom that you are on the honor roll already and you've only had one class so far. This is <laughs> so Kepler College is the only astrology either diploma or certification school in North America. Kepler College. I think it's just keplercollege.probablyorg. And I've been keeping my eye on it for years and years, and I know some of the people that run it and blah, blah, blah. But I really have, um, when I got that telescope, I'm like, you know what? I really need to learn more about mythology. It's always been mm-hmm. a interest, Edith Hamilton, and with her book, Mythology. And love her, by the way. She's a wonderful Vedic astrologer um, who, you know, he has this book called Mythology. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I signed up for this class and we had our first class. And so, you know, I had to, I took a, t- a test. I'm like, what? Right. I have so to it's write a an graded, essay. What? It has the syllabus. It's it's a graded course. You have to bring in essays and I guess bibliographies. And the first <laughs> one is about the creation of Earth. Mm-hmm. So it has taken me in a really cool, and I've got time for it. That's the part is like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I only have to figure this out in an hour. It's like, man, I have all day long on a Saturday or a Sunday to just sit with like six books plus the computer. Literally. Because she, she gives us like, in, for each week, we have like 15 PDFs that we links that live links that she's given us that we can go down some holes right plus all the books I have plus I'm doing my own graphings on you know the world began with chaos yes and it hasn't ceased (laughs) (laughs) and here we are again trying to rebuild 
chaos. Right. Um, so that's been really, really interesting, and I'm really digging it. Um, you know, so yeah, I got a there will be much more. The first thing. <laughs> there will be much more news to come. Some mythology yeah. stories and yeah. and all of that from the new expert, Sandy Reavy. Well, I am working toward that. But you know, I'm, we mentioned at the very beginning before we started talking about your singing. Is so I'm I'm waiting for Jupiter to come up, but while Jupiter, because she's you know she's coming up before the sun, she's a morning star now, and she's been out of her retrograde for about three weeks. Although she's still in her shadow, which means she's covering degrees in the zodiacal path, but she's already um, trekked upon, right? So she doesn't, and I think she goes. Um, on July 28th so that'll be in um, in a couple weeks we'll talk about that but so I'm waiting for her to come up and like oh my gosh I can you can see her with the naked eye it's she's very bright so now I get the I get my telescope get her all set up and I'm like it looks like the moon what is my problem and that's where my eye patch would have helped I was like <laughs> you know I'm like looking in the telescope and I see a crescent I'm like well I know that's not the moon because the moon's way bigger and the moon's right there. Right. Right, right behind just me. saw it. Right? Yeah. I'm like, what? It, why? Is my lens wrong? I'm changing lenses. I'm like, what the hell? So I had to go over on my computer sitting up on the deck and said, why is Venus a crescent shape? And here Venus has cycles. Mm. And she's in a crescent shape right now. So I have to do more digging because by, you know, five o'clock in the morning, I'm like, you know, I was I didn't need a, a pirate patch because my one eye was already like closed. Um, and so I went to sleep. But um, I put a so follow me on Instagram, which is intention beads. Right. Yes. And because when I'm up there, I'll post. I may not post until the next day, but I'll describe it. So some of the, th you want to hear about some of the things I've seen? Yeah. Well, I did, you know, the moon, of course. That was, that was one thing I saw. And that was just absolutely incredible. I mean, you got to see, it was like, imagine looking, maybe like, you know, a pizza is over there at the table and you, you know, you can see it all and it's pretty cool. But then like, imagine it like in your face. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like seeing the moon in a telescope. Like it was in your face. Yeah. And then when it's full and of course now it's, you know, losing light and to see the, you know, just like light on this side and then nothing on that side. Mm -hmm. So that's been really cool. But I for sure seen the moon. Um, I did watch it during the lunar eclipse. I had all set up for that. And because I did know it was a penumbral lunar eclipse that it was just going to shad, it was just going to um, shade. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't going to be like the bite out of the apple where you see the earth, like literally taking a bite out of the part of the, moon. Of the moon. It's called bite mm -hmm. of the apple. Um, it wasn't that. So all it did was just kind of like change the degree of the sh you know it's like when you go to get your teeth and then they need to put a lightened or brightened you know and it's just like one little shade shade scad mm -hmm. um off the match right and 
So I did that. And then I was able to see, you know, follow the Jupiter. Oh my God. And then I saw three of the four moons. Jupiter has four moons and the one was behind. So when I do get the telescope out, which is a couple, about once every three nights, depends on, you know, clouds. Mm -hmm. But I've been watching the three moons that I can see. Those moons are moving. So they used to be two on this side and one on that side. And now there's two on this side and one's really close to the Jupiter. And it was like, oh my God. That is I so heard cool. about them. That is so cool. Um, then I can see I actually Pluto. did for my, for I think it was my fourth grade. Fourth grade? Fourth grade. And I think we, we only had nine students in my class <laughs> anyway. So we all took a planet. <laughs> and um, I picked Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And I kind of remember that it had four moons and it was the names of the sons of Jupiter or Zeus. Actually, you know, if we're talking about what's going on up in the sky, can I share a myth that I, yeah, one of, of course, several I've been writing today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Alcyon, which is one of the uh, stars in the Pleiades. And this is the one that you're also using with the talisman. Right. That's coming up. Yeah. Right. And so the moon is moving with Alcyon which is in, in the Pleiades. All right, so the Al, um, Alcyon is a, a, a you know wife of a um, king, and his name is Celix, or C-E-Y-X, Cyx. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're married, and they love each other so much that um, they were always together. Until he wished to visit the oracle, which was across the sea. So Alcyon begged to go along with him, should he really desire to make that dangerous journey. Because as a small girl, she watched her father, who was the king of the wind, she watched her father play havoc on the water, and she feared for her husband's journey across the water, because she knows Mm -hmm. what wind can do. Um, you know, on a on a sea voyage. Right. So he left and he died in a huge storm that same day. She didn't know it, right? She prayed, she spun some robes, she waited for his return. I'm getting goosebumps now. Oh, man. Juno heard her pray and felt that she needed to give the information to Alcyon. So she summoned the messenger to go to the god of sleep to send a dream to Alcyon about the truth. About her husband? About her husband. Mm. So the gods, um, the god's son flew to Alcyon while she was sleeping and morphed into her husband. To tell his wife that he was dead, but that he died speaking her name. Aww. I know. <laughs> so she wanted to die too, to be with him. So she went out to the sea edge where she waved goodbye to him just, you know, weeks earlier when she spotted a driftwood floating toward her on the seashore. Mm-hmm. And as it got closer and closer, it was her husband. Oh, and she leapt into the water, but instead 
she grew feathers and became a bird, and so did her husband. And they are put into the heavens to be together forever. Ooh. Don't you want to cry? <laughs> um, and this is the king, the Fisher King bird. Okay. The Fisher King bird. Um, so for ev- every year for seven days, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I had a, it was one of my holes I had to go through. It was it's <laughs> one of the your rabbit holes. The wind stops, so she can lay her eggs safely and have no upsetting of the nest in her eggs. And these days are called Alcyon days. Wow. H a l c y o n. And so is, it, is she it can just lay everywhere these eggs. in the world, or yeah. is this? You know, um, there and this happens during I want to say during this winter time. Yeah, sometime hmm. in the winter, but like probably in, in near Greece or somewhere right. over there. But um, it's a thing. Wow! So that she can lay these eggs safely and they can hatch. So her father, right, the king of wind, right, cal- calms everything so that the birds descendants right continue to that is so cool right and that and that reminds me a little bit of the mythology the egyptian mythology of isis where she you know found her dead husband and was able to resurrect him Mm -hmm. by um wrapping her big wings around Mm -hmm. him so that's you know kind of the bird the Mm -hmm. so very interesting how it so stay tuned. So I'm going to be doing, you know, I, I, I love storyline, right? And um, and these have to do with, you know, um, love and devotion. Right. right. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that, <laughs> that myth with us. I think it's going to be really interesting for those to keep coming as, as you learn them in your class. Mm-hmm. So, um Yes, of course. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Astrological Intentions. We we love you. We're with you. Um, of course, email me, info at intentionbeads.com if you have any questions or comments. I'd love to share them here on the podcast. And go to iTunes and give us one of those five-star reviews because we love to share them here. So until, until next, next time, time, we'll see you soon. Love, love. clothing taste it rolling on your tongue see the lights above you glowing breathe Not hidden hard in the searching.